Welcome to the Druids Grove, where we discuss all things related to Druids, their history, current day practices, and how to build a deeper connection and relationship with the earth. I'm so glad you're here. If you find what I have to share helpful, please subscribe and share with others that may enjoy it, and check the show notes for more information. Come on in, relax for a bit, and I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Druids Grove. Thanks for joining in. Um, today's episode is going to be about symbolism in Druidry. Uh, before I get started, though, I just wanted to say I've had a lot of people reach out to me in email and on social media and kind of talk about how they got started in Druidry and have said they are, are getting some good information out of the podcast. And other people are saying how they found it very helpful to kind of reconnect with uh, their spirituality and druidry and um, to kind of get grounded when they need it. And then for me, I found that it's also helpful in that way. Um, for instance, someone told me a few days ago the episode on spirituality. Um, they were listening to it on the way home from work and they decided to pull over at a park and just sit under an oak tree and just connect with nature for a few minutes. And I went back and listened to that episode and it did the same thing for me. It immediately helped me to mentally kind of get in that spiritual space and just to feel connected to druidry again and and so thank you all for the comments so yeah if you have anything you want to share please reach out i love i love talking with people thank you so symbolism in druidry Um, like many other spiritual or religious practices you know throughout the world druidry does use symbols or symbolism and the purpose of symbols in general, you know, they provide us with a quick uh, visual representation of a concept or a variety of concepts or maybe relationships between various things. Um, from visual symbol- symbols to other metaphors that maybe are not represented visually, there are many different types of symbols that are used in Druidry. And one thing that is kind of important and carries over into symbolism, but it's uh, the concept in general is important in Druidry, it's the number three. So many branches of Druidry use the number three in a lot of their symbolism, and it can have a variety of meanings. Uh, Some of the most common things that the number three can represent can be seen in different symbols. For instance, in the Awen symbol, um, the Triquitria, um, I'm not. I'm not sure how to say it. If it's the Triskel or Triskelly, I'm not sure how to say that. Um, the Tree of Life, and and other symbols have maybe four components to them. So instead of the number three, the number four. And you'll you'll kind of see though as we go through the various symbols, you know, as I talk about them, see if you can notice a pattern um, with the number three. So to kind of get started, the most common. Druid symbol of today is the Awen symbol, and you can look it up, A-W-E-N, um, but I'll describe it. Um, the Awen symbol is three dots, kind of in an arched pattern, uh, with three lines descending down from the dots and spreading outward as they go downward. And there are a variety of meanings in the Awen symbol, and you know people have their own interpretations, and some organizations have their own meanings. Um, but some of the common symbols, or or, sorry, some of the common meanings of the three dots on top are uh, the position of the sun on the horizon at various times of the year. So the one dot in the middle is for the equinox, 
where the sun crosses the equator twice a year. So it's only one dot because the sun crosses and hits that same spot twice a year. So it doesn't need to be represented twice because it's in the same spot. Um, so if you, if you visualize a horizon and the sun at the horizon at various times of the year, it will cross that same spot twice. So, but so we only use one dot in the middle for that. And then um, we also have dots on either side for each of the solstices where, you know, the, um, because they're only at that point uh, once a year. And again, there can be various meanings on the dots and the lines, um, but they, but generally the, they revolve around the concept involving three things. Um, so I'm going to talk about many different possible interpretations or representations. Um, the, the three um, lines or dots could also symbolize uh, the underworld, our world, and the upper world. Or you could look at it as night and day with the liminal time of sunrise and sunset representing in the middle, or for some people that could represent earth, sea, and sky, or body, mind, and spirit, or love, wisdom, and truth. Um, the Awan symbol generally, it's kind of considered the universal inspiration for, uh, the universal symbol for uh, inspiration for creativity and expression. Um, Awan is and we talked about this in the on one episode, but it's something that we work to maintain contact with, to open up to, so we can view the world differently and we can become more creative and express this creativity. And again, it comes from the uh, cauldron of inspiration, uh, which is comes from Caridwen. So kind of talking a little bit more about symbolism in Druidry. So if we look at the Caridwen and Taliesin story, uh, which I talked about in the story on Awen, um, one of the symbols in the story is the cauldron. And it's also important in the story is the number three again. Um, and then, of course, the story itself has various levels of symbolism and metaphor if we look into it. But the cauldron in general is an important concept in Druidry. Um, the, the cauldron is one of the main components of this story of Caridwen and Taliesin. And if we look deeply into it, we can see different meanings behind it. So. The cauldron is where the potion um, Caridwen wanted to brew, the, that potion was created to bring enlightenment. So this cauldron represents the cauldron of transformation. And the number three is present in the three drops of the potion that spill on the, on the thumb of Guyan Bach that he licked accidentally, bringing enlightenment to him, which eventually helped him to become Taliesin. And again, if we look at our bodies, um, we have the three cauldrons in our bodies, which were discussed before. Um, we have the cauldron of the skull holding our brains. We have the cauldron of our ribs and our diaphragm holding our heart and our lungs. And the cauldron of the pelvis holding our other organs and sexual organs of uh, procreation and sexual energy expression. So these are all areas where change occurs in our body, uh, where transformation occurs. You know, we can change our minds and grow. We can change our hearts. We can, you know, create change or sexual exchange of energy in the lower cauldrons. So if we look at the Caridwen story, the cauldron shows up many times if we look at it kind of symbolically. So 
we have the main cauldron for the potion. Then later we have the cauldron in Caridwen's belly. So after she scoops up, uh, when Guyanbach turns into a seed and she becomes a hen, and she eats him and she becomes pregnant, her, her belly becomes a cauldron. And then the last cauldron is the leather bag that she puts him in before sending him down the river. So they aren't, they aren't called cauldrons, but if we look at them, you know, in these three different cauldrons at each phase, they represent change and transformation in each stage. So the first one is the potion, of course, so that's going to bring enlightenment. And then the second one, she becomes pregnant. So, you know, he goes from a seed and becomes a baby. And then if we look at the third, um, you know, he's a baby put into this bag. And then when the man finds him down, down the river uh, and he opens the bag, he is now has this radiant brown. He's become enlightened. So at each stage, he, um, there is a, a process of transformation in each of these cal- three cauldrons. So the number three is also represented in the tri- triquitra or triskeli. Um, these are these are more uh, Celtic symbols. So the triquitra is shaped kind of like a triangle um, with three points, but they're not really points. Um, they're spirals. But the uh, connecting these three points is a is kind of a a never-ending knot that kind of spirals around inside the triangle. So if you look the if you if you Google these, you can you can see what they look like: the triquitra and the triskeli. T r i s k e l e. Um, so many, some of the meanings of this symbol um, include, you know, some of the other aspects that we've discussed, but they also incorporate the meaning of everlasting life, or meaning that, you know, there's no end and no beginning. Things will always continue to just kind of evolve and move forward, and just things never end. And the Triskeli also has three corners, or kind of three sections. It has a center from which uh, three different arms um, spiral out and upward or down and, and laterally, kind of outward from the center. And the spirals also have different meanings along with the other symbols uh, that we already talked about, some of those meanings, but they can also represent movement or motion or sequence or energy um, or the sun or other spatial bodies uh, in outer space that continue to spiral. You know, they have energy and motion and direction. And then another kind of Celtic symbol is the Celtic cross. Um, it, of course, it's specific to Celtic cultures, um, but it's also called the sun cross. And some historians say it originated in the 8th century from Christians, but it's been found in places and, and linked to different cultures that predate Christianity. It is a, it's kind of a cross shape with a circle around the center. So where the actual cross happens, the, the vertical and horizontal line cross, there is a circle that kind of surrounds it like a bullseye. And um, there, there are kind of various meanings to this symbol as well. Um, the four lines. Um, so if, if you have the cross, you know, where the intersection is, you have one line up, one line down, one line left, one line right. Or you can look at it as just one long vertical line or one long horizontal line. But if you look at it as four lines, they can represent the four seasons or the four directions of the compass uh, or the times of the day, such as sunrise, midday, sunset, and midnight. Um, it can also, um, the, the sun cross can also represent the pursuit of 
like sacred inner knowledge and wisdom. So much like in our discussion on the elements where the spirit was at the center of the circle, um, the, the kind of cross, the center of the cross or the bullseye is at the center of the circle. So then if we look at another symbol in Druidry that's very common, um, so if we look at trees, which we know are important in Druidry, the symbol of the acorn is a very important symbol. The acorn represents the possibility of new growth, uh, of life, of uh, planting something, anticipating change, um, you know, building and, and nurturing something for a future outcome. So we know an oak tree drops an acorn as a seed, and either animals eat it or it can get into the ground and then sprout and become a new tree. And this is where the concept of the seed, the seed of thought, can be represented as well with an acorn. So we plant a seed thought, like an acorn gets planted, which can sprout into something in the future. So if we, if we plant a, a thought in our brain or in someone else's brain uh, or in their mind, we can plant a seed thought and we can set an intention, we can make plans, we can plant this seed thought for a future purpose and help it grow and nurture it. Um, you know, through time, and this seed can become something beautiful. You know, uh, if you're just getting started in Druidry, you know, just the idea of what is Druidry, you know, just that initial seed thought can continue, can continue to grow and blossom into this beautiful spiritual practice, if you're interested in it. And some Druid practices use the symbol of the harp uh, to represent the bard or artistic creativity and for the ovate, um, some type of plant or a leaf symbol or a tree can be used to represent it. And in, in various Druid organizations, you know, there are different stage, uh, different um, symbols that are used to represent different stages of the Druid path. And we've talked about the Oum before, O-G-H-A-M. Uh, it's a series of symbols. Um, that are used to represent numbers or letters or various plants or trees. Uh, it's 20 different characters with kind of variations of hash marks on a straight line. Uh, the last five are just, um, they don't follow the same pattern. They're their own individual symbols. But the OM can be used for inspiration, uh, for communication, uh, helping to remember certain ideas or concepts or plants or trees. So they're, they're very useful and, and have multiple uh, symbolic representations behind them as well. And in ceremony on our altars, uh, we can use different items as symbols as well to represent concepts for us to kind of connect with or to be in touch with. For instance, a small bowl of water can represent the cauldron and the element of water and its characteristics. A candle can represent the element of fire and, and all of the associated traits with it that we talked about. A stone, just a rock, can represent earth and, and its characteristics, or a feather can represent air and its characteristics. And many people have small uh, statues or you know little figures to kind of represent their deities or gods or goddesses um, t as a symbol to kind of help, help them remember these gods or deities and to kind of connect with them and to uh, develop a relationship with them. So again, Druidry uses many different symbols to represent many different concepts and principles. 
and they can be very simple or they can be very esoteric and very deep depending on your perspective and your approach to druidry and like many other religious or spiritual practices we can use these to help with memorization or communication or simply as reminders as we go through our day and in our practice so this has just been a brief introduction on symbolism and druidry and i hope you have found it helpful and again you can get online and search for all kind of information out there about symbolism and druidry and thank you for listening thank you so much for joining in at the druids grove i thoroughly enjoyed sharing this time and information with you i hope you learned something and are inspired to build a connection to the earth and the world around you if you liked what was shared please feel free to give back at buy me a coffee Join me on Substack, where I have transcripts, or listen on YouTube, and find the group on social media. For more information, check the show notes. I'll see you in the Grove. Until next time.